Hello, I'm Mark. And I'm Trevor. And this is Talk Apocalypse, a podcast discussing the current fortnight of Apocalypse Sports Trivia. I am in End Times North Liga 2, and Trevor is in Doomsday North Premiership. This episode will be going over the questions from Fortnite 27, Day 5. And let's see if I can rebound from not figuring out the theme yesterday, losing all three of my matches, and falling into the pink. I'm still looking for my first win of the fortnight, so here we go. Question number one. Advanced metrics have ruined baseball. Oh, wait, that's not what it says exactly. Sorry. Advanced metrics in baseball are sometimes seen as devaluing the stolen base as a strategy. And indeed, from 2018 through 2022, no player made 50 stolen bases. In 2023, though, there was an explosion with three players eclipsing 50 stolen bases. And they note that the league leaders finished at 73 and 67. We're asked to name any one of those three players. I don't watch a lot of ton of modern baseball, current baseball, other than the playoffs and the, and the World Series. But I know Ronald Acuna led the league in steals and thought I couldn't have told you exactly how many. I knew he had 70 because it was a big deal that he was like in the 70-40 club, I think, that he established on his own this year. I reread the question, making sure I just needed one because I, I could not name two, I don't think. <laughs> but uh, I said Acuna. And yeah, this was my K of the day uh, for, I think, all of my opponents. You know, if you, if you said Acuna, I think you might be referring to his father. It's, no, like like you, I was very confident in Ronald Acuna Jr. as an answer uh, with his MVP season and his 73 stolen bases being an aspect of that. If I so once in like you only naming one, I'm like, that's that's easy. That's that's one I can I know pretty quickly. So go for that. I could have maybe if I thought about it more gotten to Estuary Ruiz from the Oakland Athletics. He was very, very briefly a Milwaukee Brewer. So I just I know if I know of him, knew he had a good season, but I knew I knew he big big stolen bases guy, but I didn't I didn't think of him right away. I maybe could have gotten to that, but I didn't see any sense in trying to spend more time on this than I necessarily had to. So I just put Acuna Jr. for the answer, which was correct. Um with Corbin Carroll being the third one. Great young player. Looking forward to seeing him in the next few years. He, he was rookie of the year last year, right? Mm-hmm. Or this year, Corbin Carroll? Mm-hmm. Believe is, so. Is he on the Brewers? He is not. He's, he is a, he is a Diamondback. Okay. Yeah, and I, and I've never heard of, you said Estuary. Okay, I'll go with that yeah. pronunciation. I have never heard yeah, of I'll, that guy. Uh, I'm, I may have the pronunciation wrong. I just know, like, is he, you know, Estuary like the uh, <laughs> like the mouth of a river? Yeah, a story uh, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, story, I have yeah. never I always heard of Estuary him. because I'm like, I, that's a word I know. But I don't know if it, I don't think his name has anything to do with. Uh, I don't think that's in Spanish for the mouth of, of a river. I don't think so either. Yeah, uh, but Acuna Jr. was a pretty, pretty straightforward one for for baseball, which was nice. Yep. Um, I I I predict that we'll the, we'll continue to see stolen bases. I think analytically, last year teams are starting to think uh, this they play the percentages a little bit more, and the the value. The value of a stolen base, getting a guy in scoring position versus how many, how often they're caught stealing, maybe similar to going forward on fourth in football. Maybe both of those kind of are making a resurgence now. Yeah. I think that not that I watched a lot of baseball, but you know, the games I watched and I know, I think it was, was the Phillies 
who were like stealing constantly against the Braves, I think, Mm. in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, Yeah. but they made Yep. a point about the bigger bases, you know, because now the like second base is just that little bit bigger, and so it's Yeah, a little that's harder true to too. throw the guy out. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I hope that we have more steals because that makes the game a little more exciting. Oh, totally, totally. The, the baseball needs that. I mean, it's, it's more electric when you got when you got the guy. Oh, there he goes! And it's 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 a in the midst of what can be a boring at bat sometimes. This 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 break of always stealing second, exciting. Yep. All right, question two: the Blue Greens Vacation Duel, formerly the Twin One Twenty Fives, which are actually two events, serve this week as qualifiers for what other event? This one was, uh, of all of them today, spoiler, gave me the most trouble. And it's, I did not know this, and I had to think it through. It gave, gave me some level of pause and trying to sort through what's going on here. I didn't know it. I haven't, I haven't, I have not heard of the, the Twin 125s or Blue Green's Vacation Duel. But there's two races. Those are two events. Sorry, I'm spoiler. There's two events that have a number after them. I, I blue greens vacation duel didn't help me a ton just like probably like a sponsor but twin 125s is what i clued in on these are two events that have a number after them 125 what other kind of what kind of events would you need a number for right away i'm thinking okay kentucky derby like a mile and a is this like a mile and a quarter 125 and they run a couple races to qualify for the kentucky derby I've never heard of that, and I know that there's a lot of free races to qualify for the Kentucky Derby, but I don't think it works like you win this, you're automatically in. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but it just it didn't seem quite right. Um, what other kind of things involve lo- numbers of that size? After thinking through it for a little while, came to um, NASCAR as a and pretty pretty quickly, having 500, 600, 400. Like that, it would make sense. I mean, Daytona's coming up here fairly, like it's coming, like then it's not too far away. At least it was like it was early on when I was paying attention to NASCAR. If it's different now, whoops. Uh, but yeah, this it made sense to be NASCAR two races, you get you qualify for a spot in Daytona. So, I without without with nothing better, I said Daytona 500. This is going to be a common theme today where I. I literally spent less than a minute answering all these questions today. Yeah, it's the Daytona 500. Sunday, I think it's Sunday or Saturday before the Daytona 500. So it would have been this past uh, sun, Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember. I used to watch a lot of NASCAR. One of my good friends, his uncle uh, raced in the, this would be like the AAA level of NASCAR. Um, not even like the the Bush series kind of, I guess would be maybe it's a double A or single A level of NASCAR, but it was like the Bush, it was called the Bush North back in the nineties, uh, early two thousands, particular driver uh, raced NASCAR in the late seventies. So we used to go to a lot of races. I participated in a NASCAR pool for years. Yeah. The twin one twenty five. So on last weekend, they would have had qualifying. Whoever qualifies first is on the pole for a Daytona 500. Whoever qualifies second is also on the front row. For the 500 uh, and then they would be the first two they would be on the pole for the 125s and so the pole winner and the, the basically the front row from qualifying the top two qualifiers are the mm. front row for the 500 that's it you know no matter what they could crash on the first lap of the 125 doesn't matter and then the rest of the field is filled in or the, the starting positions are determined by your finish in the 125s 
So I did not know that it was called the Blue Blue Greens Vacation Duel anymore. It was the twenty one twenty fives for a while. I think that was called the Gatorade Duels for a while. Uh, they would have been yesterday. Today's Friday when we record this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they're well. I say they used to be on Thursday. <laughs> they used to be they used to be when they were they were on Thursday during the day. Like one would be at noon, the other one would be at like two o'clock. Uh, so yeah, there's a reason you've never heard of this or seen it, Trevor, is because it's in the middle of your work day or probably school day when you, when you were growing up and you probably didn't watch a lot of NASCAR as a kid. So yeah. you really had to yeah. go out, you really have to go to, out of your way to watch the the duels, the 2125s, yeah. uh, what they used to be called. So I, Yeah. I cared about NASCAR when I was growing up because of Matt Kenseth. Yeah. Um, I guess I didn't realize that they qualified for Daytona in this way. Like, like yeah. everyone, I thought. I mean, I, in my thinking for this question, it's like, okay, maybe there, there's like a couple drivers who are on some lower circuit that. So they, you, I'm gonna forget the numbers because I had, I have not watched much NASCAR in the last five or six years. There's something like 38 guys in the race, and like 34 of them are guaranteed based on like points, right? And then there'll be like four or five spots that are up for grabs. So basically, like. If you, Trevor Hogue, showed up at Daytona, you would have a chance to race your way in, but you would probably have to finish like, it used to be like 12th or 13th in the duel to have a chance because there's a whole bunch, most of the spots are guaranteed and you had to finish like in the top four overall of non-qualified you know qualified drivers based on last okay. year's uh, points. And then there's a separate like, is there a separate qualifying yeah, so qualifying like, is the weekend before, and that's how yeah, you that, set the okay. lineups for the 125. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yep. Okay. And then the 125 okay. results are used to set the lineup for the 500. So, well, I'm glad I'm glad I like reasoned my way into a good answer. Daytona is the first race of the year still, and it is actually well, they had this ridiculous race at the USC Coliseum last last weekend, or I guess it would have been the weekend before, uh, which doesn't count for anything, I don't think. It's the Bush, the former Bush Clash, which used to be the first race of the year at Daytona. Uh, it usually used to be, I believe, the Saturday night before Sunday qualifying. So, um, yeah. yeah, Daytona is still the first points race of the year. It's always right around Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I remembered. But I, I think I just had pause because I was like, okay, once like I think I was misremembering, but like the PGA Championship was moved in the order recently for yes. golf. Yes. Uh, and I'm, I, I, growing up, I always knew that as the last major. Yep. Um, so it being shifted around, maybe like, oh, is, is that true for other things too? But I think it's the second major now. It is. I believe it is. it's in May, yep. right? Question number three Name the swimmer whose last name in a bizarre coincidence is a homonym for a Greek water nymph who allegedly swam 110 miles from Cuba to Key West in 2013 and had her achievement memorialized this year in a film starring Annette Benning. Her swim has never been ratified due to incomplete records and conflicting accounts from crew members and the Guinness book of world records eventually revoked her swim. I'm not going to lie. That was the first time I actually read that entire question. Cause as soon as I saw it named the swimmer, whose last name was a homonym for a Greek nymph and swam from Cuba to Key West. And like it's Diana Nyad. I know that Annette Benning, I think just got nominated for an Oscar, I think for, for portraying her in this movie. Oh yeah. Uh, if not, I listened to a couple of podcasts about movies and the hosts reviewed this movie last week. 
So yeah, uh, all of that to say, I didn't even, I never even read the last sentence. So I was like, why does it say allegedly? I didn't even, I didn't even pay attention. I just put down NIAD and was like, yep, I, I know this one, NIAD. I came in, I, I got this question through no knowledge of the swimmer. I've heard of, I think I've heard of it just now that I know the answer and it's like, oh yeah, that rings a bell. But um, I got it through a, very, a sort of roundabout way. I think we, we, you've mentioned before that you do the Wordle. So do I. Uh, I do several other sort of word games every day. The Dordle, the Quartle, uh, the Cross Wordle. I, I just love words, love word puzzles. And so the Dordle is where you answer two two Wordles at once. Um, I think last week, if I remember right, or two weeks ago, but last week, I think, one of the words for the Dordle was Nyad. And every time I come across a word that I don't, re don't realize, that don't know, in one of those games, I click on the link and it takes me to like, gives me a definition of the word. And so I had just learned last week that Nyad is a Greek water nymph. I had did not know that until last week. And so this week coming up on this question with naming uh, a, a woman who is a name is a homonym for a Greek water nymph. The only one I would know is a, is a Nyad. So um, I did not, I, I spelled it how the water nymph is spelled. So I did not spell, so, and which was still marked correct. I was hopeful that was correct because I didn't know the swimmer wouldn't have known how exactly she spells her last name. So I just put Nyad and thankfully that was marked correct as well. So indeed the, the correct answer was Diana Nyad. Nice. Yeah. I feel like she was in the news a lot when I was younger, uh, just as like, if you had asked me, this was basically a question that was, Name an open water swimmer. Then that, mm. that's it. If you just ask me, hey, Mark, name an open water swimmer. Diane and I had, it's just like automatic Pavlov uh, response. So she, I think the story was kind of like she tried to swim from Key West to Cuba or vice versa in the 90s uh, when she was younger. And then this is kind of like the story of the movie. And then um, she took time off. I don't know if she got injured or took time, just took time off for whatever reason and then came back to it when she was much older. And then supposedly, apparently, <laughs> apparently, allegedly uh, made yeah. the swim. Allegedly. So. No, I looked, I looked up the, the movie afterwards and had pretty good reviews. Seemed yeah. like it's, it's oh, supposed is... to be, it's supposed to be pretty good from my, what I understand. All right. Well, we can move on to question four then. Name either host of the podcast, New Heights, which posted its 78th episode on February 14th. A highly anticipated recap. Boy, if we could have as many listeners as New Heights does, that would really be something. <laughs> that would be um, something. That would it really would be. AST would be doing really good. <laughs> um, this is this was uh, one of the easier questions of the fortnight. Social media is full of clips from this podcast. I know I know of its successes. I don't listen to it myself. Maybe I should. If, I've heard great things, but. It just it's so it's just so in the news, uh, NFL news, the Kelsey brothers and their podcast. So it's really the only the only question I had was who should I name, Travis or Jason? And I went with Jason. So Jason and Kelsey. I named the other host Travis Kelsey. Nice. I, won I wondered while I was answering, I'm like, I wonder if just Kelsey is enough. You know, like I, I didn't. I thought the same thing. I, mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I'll put down a first name just just in case because I need all the correct answers that I can get. I assume just Kelsey will be accepted, but mm -hmm. who knows? So I put down Travis Kelsey and yeah, it'd be, it'd be great if we had, if we had probably one, 100th of their, 
of their listeners, one thousandth of their listeners. Uh, I don't know how many, I don't listen to it either, so I don't know. If it is obviously very popular, it's supposed to be good. My my kids listen to it. My both my daughters and my wife are extreme Swifties. Especially my youngest daughter is like oh, a, okay. a super extreme Swifty. So uh, I know she listens to uh, New Heights occasionally. Not not every day, but she does listen quite a bit. Yeah, I gotta imagine this one's gonna be a high correct percentage. Yeah, uh, it's just so it's yeah, like I said, it's just so out there. It's basically like, have you heard of New Heights or not? <laughs> yeah. Like there's yeah. definitely, I'm sure there's people who don't, haven't heard of it and it yeah. is what it is. But yeah, it's definitely out there in the world for sure. All right. Question number five. Give the six letter word common in Canada, but not exclusive to it. That can loosely be defined as pickup hockey or pond hockey, and which serves as a catch-all for any kind of informal street hockey game played on ice. Body checking and roofing the puck are forbidden in this style of hockey due to lack of protective gear, and the word derives from a Scottish sport now mostly played in the Highlands, somewhat like field hockey and hurling played with sticks and a ball. Uh, again, I didn't even read the part about Scottish. Uh, I was like, well, this is sounds like shinny, and I have played a ton of pond hockey and pickup hockey as a kid growing up in New Hampshire. We used to skate on the ponds, oh, I don't know, every day. Uh, in the winter when it was cold enough, I grew up playing organized hockey and also all this pickup hockey. I will say, never in my life have I called it shinny. Hmm. And I don't think I knew that that type of, you know, what it was called shinny until I was in like my 20s when we were going to play. And I always associated being called shinny because all you would wear is some sort of shin pad. You know, like hmm. that was it. You weren't wearing yeah. all your gear. You were either wearing nothing or you were wearing just shin pads. Um, which I've I've played it both ways. I mean, obviously, when I was a kid, when we were playing puck pickup and pond hockey, the only thing I was wearing was my hockey gloves, you know, and a winter hat and a pair of sweatpants and skates, obviously, but no uh, no real gear. So, yeah, put down shinny and moved on. I d I did not grow up playing hockey or really watching much hockey, honestly. But I listened to enough podcasts. That's a, that's a real theme here is people, we, we pick up on answers from podcasts, but hockey podcasts, uh, from people who play, who live in Canada, who play hockey, that shinny has come up enough times for me to have looked it up and know, okay, that's just like pickup hockey. Okay. Uh, before I would, I wouldn't have, I would never have known what a beer league is or shinny or all these sort of terms. So whenever, yeah, whenever these podcasts drop some Canadian slang or whatever, uh, I try to look into it, but Yep. So uh, from that from that experience, knew this was shinny pretty quick. I uh, it was it made for a pretty good day. Once I submitted, saw that I was five for five. I was th four of them. I was like, yeah, this is I I'm pretty confident in this. Daytona 500 one was like, oh hey, okay. I'm glad I I'm glad I reasoned myself <laughs> into that. And yeah, my first my first ten five of the fortnight, which is good. Yeah. Likewise, I like I said earlier, I. I last night I had my OQL match at nine o'clock when the questions came out. I got done with that, which I played the greatest OQL match I can possibly play. Where I told my teammates, I'm like, I am retiring after this match because I can't do any better. Getting seven out of eight of my own questions and all cycling. It was all cycling. No cycling, Trevor. No cycling. There was a Formula One question that was hard that I did get. I won't give out the answer just in case anybody plays OQL. And yeah, I, I spent. I read through the questions like I usually do. And there's usually one or two where I'm like, okay, I'm not quite sure. And I'll not answer till the morning. And I just, I just was like, 
actually 10 15 last night i was like i'm just answering these right now and i like i was kind of like i don't even know how to defend today because i thought it was i mean overall for me it was an, an easier day for sure so i ended up giving the home run to shinny i, I did too mm-hmm. i do think one or two of my opponents were not great at racing so maybe i, I might have given him four on that but that i mean it's daytona's this weekend so i think you can reason your way into it just kind of like you did so that was good i was glad to get uh, 10-5 for myself because i need points to <laughs> try and move up the standings same, well, yeah. same with we you we same need with them. you so yeah I'm, pl- I'm playing i'm playing my other red uh mm. compatriot here yep. so one of us is hopefully gonna i guess i I'm not in any danger of going any further down, but I'm hoping to see my name in the white there. Yeah, hopefully you don't tie again. That seems to be all you do is tie. Yeah, dude. You have three ties in Learned League, too. I, I know, dude. Another one. Another <laughs> one. That's crazy. That's the way it goes sometimes. I guess that's it. That will do yeah. it for today. And we'll, we'll see, see what, what Sports Adamas has for us on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs>